you're looking for and reaching for that better feeling response, that better feeling thought that's going to give you the emotional response you need where you can take action and really appreciate the action you're taking. That's going to allow more connection and allow you to be connected with who you really are, which really allows you to create the shift that you need and have that better feeling response so that you can take the action you desire. Are you sick and tired of your life and relationships being so difficult, resulting in that endless frustrating cycle of directing, correcting, and ordering the people in it, ultimately draining you of your happiness? So how are people like you and I, who care and are willing to invest in our relationships, people who are willing to take ownership of our behaviors and actions, how are we able to make the changes necessary to create intentional relationships? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Lindsay K. Porter, and welcome to Enlightened Relationships. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Enlightened Relationships. I am excited to be back with you this week. We have been discussing extreme ownership of your emotional state over the last few weeks. I introduced the concept to you. We've talked about your relationship with you, how extreme ownership plays in your marriage. And today we are going to look at your parenting. So I'm going to start with a couple questions for you to just start thinking about how you experience your world. So I want you to think about how you feel when you have asked your child to do something multiple times and it's still not done. Maybe it is the clothes on the floor or the toys on the floor or the dishes that haven't been rinsed off and put in the dishwasher. I don't know what it is for you, but I really want you to think about this question. How do you feel when you ask your child to do something multiple times and it's not done? How do you feel when your child comes home from school and tells you about a project that's due tomorrow? Has that ever happened? I know it's happened in my home and in my world. What about when your child sneaks the thing you've said no to more than once? Maybe it's video games. Maybe it's food. I'm just giving you some ideas based on what I've experienced in my own world. But really think about this. How do you feel when your child is sneaking the things that you say no to? Or when you have a grumpy child after they've had a day of fun with friends, with relatives, with schoolmates, like whatever it is, how does that feel to you? Do you tend to find yourself in a place of kindness? and patience and, you know, having these loving feelings towards them? Or does it look more like frustration and annoyance and even sometimes anger with some of the thoughts that I know I've experienced where I shouldn't have to ask so many times, or maybe they should be more prepared or take their schooling more seriously, or they should understand that no means no. Or the thought of they are kind and sweet to their friends, but not with their siblings when at home. Like these are just some of the things that I know I've experienced in my own thoughts as I've observed this from my children. Now, 
I am sure you're starting to recognize the theme of these episodes, but I'm going to say this again. Your child does not make you feel any emotion. They physically cannot put an emotion into your body. What your child says or doesn't say, what your child does or doesn't do, how your child behaves or doesn't behave does not create your feelings. It's always the way you are thinking about them in those situations. It's those thoughts that create your emotional response. And since we are so focused on extreme ownership of your emotional state, when you entertain those types of thoughts, you are the one that is creating that downward spiral of emotions. And what it tends to be and how I see it in my world, it's me resisting what is. What do I mean by this? It's all the shoulds and shouldn'ts that I think in these moments. I shouldn't have to ask so many times. But what's the reality of the situation? You do. I do. I ask multiple times. And sometimes when I'm done with the asking, sometimes I do. Sometimes I pick up the school uniform socks. Like you've heard me talk about this before. That's sometimes what I do. Maybe it's the resisting, like they should be taking their schooling more seriously or be better prepared. What is the reality? What's real is sometimes, at least with some of my children, they don't. They take their perceived fun more seriously. And I'm going to just say, we could probably do a lot more of that in our own lives because we as adults definitely get stuck in over-responsibility. And I'm going to just say this. I think sometimes we as women can do that even more so where we just get stuck in over-responsibility. And so it's important that we take fun more seriously in our life. And our children can be a great example of that. Now, we also get to model the preparedness, right? Taking school maybe a little bit more seriously, depending on what's going on. Here's the other one. They should understand that no means no. What's the reality in my home? They don't. (laughs) They sometimes think no means if I ask enough times, I'll get a yes because I've worn down my parents. Okay. I'm going to just share this. That's not the case with me and my kids. I do at times observe this with my husband and I love the man dearly. And some of this where they ask and ask and ask gets very wearing. And so they can play on that emotion of wearing you out. And so sometimes this is what I've noticed with my kids and even my own upbringing, this thought of when there's a will, there's a way when kids or any human being wants what they want, whether you want them to or not, if they really want it, if that's truly their desire, they will find a way. And sometimes that means finding more creative ways to do it anyway, and try to do it in a sneaky way so they don't get caught. I'm just wanting to point this out so we can see this dynamic of parent-child and how we truly are creating the emotional responses we experience as we are parenting. Here's the other one that I shared. You know, they're so kind and sweet with their friends, but not with their siblings or when they're at home. What is the reality? 
Here it is. I'm going to just share with you guys, at least in my home, this is what I've observed when I'm seeing the contention of siblings, when I'm seeing that go on in my home, the feeling I tend to get is frustration. And if I hold on to these thoughts and I start going like, it shouldn't be this way, they should be kind and loving. When I start thinking those thoughts, when I start thinking it's a problem and they should all get along, I find myself moving closer to anger. And when I'm in anger or even sometimes frustration and I react from that downward spiral, I tend to mirror them. What do I mean by that? I mean, I sometimes will start yelling and sending them to their rooms and doing the things that in these moments don't allow me to teach my children anything because my emotional state is down. I'm not able to show up as the mom I want to be. So when I think their behavior or the way that they're interacting with one another is a problem and they should get along, that's what I create for myself at times. Now, here's the thing, because I've been doing this work, I also am able to observe a different thought and be more intentional with my thought of this is sometimes how siblings behave. It's normal. I can look at my own upbringing and see how I argued with my siblings. I can see the reality of what I'm observing is kids fighting kids living in contention. Like that's what's real in these moments. It's not always this way, but in these moments, that's what's real. And when I'm resisting that thinking it's a problem and they should all get along, that's the lie. (laughs) And when I hold on to that thought, it doesn't feel good. And so when I'm able and have been able to really do this work in these moments where that thought comes into my mind, because guess what? That thought still comes to my mind, you guys. And there are moments where I grab hold and I run with it. And when I'm more aware of my emotional state, I can go to that place of, well, sometimes this is how siblings behave and it is normal. And I can respond by being the mom that I want to be and handle these types of situations with love and teaching them, holding everyone accountable to some of our family rules. And sometimes in order for me to do that, I have to get myself back in a state that's going to serve my parenting relationships. Sometimes that means I need to go for a walk. Sometimes it means I need to go to my room and really get connected with me and find that inner peace before I take action. That is a huge, huge deal. But that is at times what the reality is. And here's the thing. When you are thinking these thoughts and you create these downward spiral emotions, when you take action, just like I shared with you in my own experiences, you don't always show up the way you want to in your parenting. This is where sometimes yelling, shaming, and guilting them comes into play to get them to do the thing that you want them to do. But what I want you to know is when we do these things, we're not serving our relationship. We're not serving it. We're not building it up. We're actually tearing it down. And I don't know about you, but for me, I really want to build rapport with my kids, knowing that what mom says, mom does, right? I mean what I say, I do what I say, and that I can be a safe place for them to process anything in their world. And when I show up in these not ideal ways, in the opposite way of how I want to be as a parent, all I'm doing is creating more disconnect and discord in those relationships. So I really want you to leverage power ask that I've shared with you on these episodes. What if you're wrong about what you're thinking? What if you're wrong about kids should get along? What else could it mean? Could mean that your kids are normal, that there are times they get along and times that they don't, but you're looking for and reaching for that better 
feeling response, that better feeling thought that's going to give you the emotional response you need where you can take action and really appreciate the action you're taking. That's going to allow more connection and allow you to be connected with who you really are, which really allows you to create the shift that you need and have that better feeling response so that you can take the action you desire. You guys listen and re-listen to these episodes because I promise the more you hear this, the more it will become a part of you and you will have an awareness of how you're showing up in all of the roles you play in all of the relationships you have. Take on that extreme ownership of your inner world. You can always, no matter what is going on external to you, you can always access love, peace, and joy. It's available to you no matter what's going on external to you, but it takes effort and it takes practice, not the judgment because you have this awareness. So you should be doing it better or different. Just having compassion for all the progress that you continue to make day in and day out. And I promise live your life, those moments to moments, because sometimes you have great moments and sometimes not so great, but guess what? It is all good because it's giving us all experience to grow, to expand, and to become. Okay, you guys, if this is speaking to you and this is some work that you would like to do and you would like some support in really becoming the solution to your problems, to cultivate more love, peace, and joy in your world, in your life, in your relationships, then I want you to know the doors to Enlightened Relationship Academy are now open until October 31st. So if this is a podcast that you've been listening to, and it is something that speaks to you, and you really want the support, and you really want to take your relationships to the next level, then I'm inviting you to do this work with me. I can tell you right now, we are focused on relationship with self. Because I see so much, especially as women, where we get lost in the identity, in the roles that we play. We get lost in being wife and being mother and being sister and being a neighbor, like in all these roles that we all play in this world that we forget who we are and what we want and how we want to experience our world. And so if this speaks to you and this sounds like some work that you want to do in your relationship with you and really reconnect with who you really are. So you can have greater access to that love, inner love, peace, and joy, then this is the time. Sign up. Let's do this work together. So all you have to do is go out to my website, lindsaykporter.com forward slash E-R-A. I hope to see you in the Academy next month for November. And I look forward to the next episode on this podcast. Hope you all have a great week. Who is your relationship coach? If you don't have one, I would be honored to be your coach. I created a virtual program called Enlightened Relationships Academy that I would like to invite you to join me in, where we address challenges, work on your goals, and together create the life and the relationships you desire. When you are ready to take what you are learning on this podcast to the next level, then come check out Enlightened Relationships Academy at lindsaykporter.com forward slash E-R-A.